Hey, Gooby, you're now listening to Buddy Time. On today's episode, we'll be talking about sports as a tool to help navigate life with our guest speaker, the one Lillian Tao. Ready to turbocharge your day with us? Let's begin our voyage. Hey, Tawan, we're so excited to have you here with us at Buddy Time. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm more than excited, to be honest. Would you like to take a moment to introduce yourself to all our listeners? Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Tawan. Um, I'm 26 years old. I'm currently studying uh, geotechnical engineering at Mahido University. Uh, I'm doing my master there. I did my bachelor in civil engineering in Transit. And uh, I'm half Thai, half German. I grew up in Germany, went there for school and everything. And then I moved here for work for one year. And then about six years ago, I started university here in Thailand. What's it like being a person who is from a different country and living in Thailand? I I guess my experience is kind of different from um, most foreigners who come here because I'm half. So people expect me to to kind of know the culture but you know when i moved here i kind of had to get to know the culture because i in germany i grew up in a german household and um like just a regular german kid <laughs> a regular german kid <laughs> like like myself i consider myself to be sort of like floating in between different countries. Uh, my parents are chinese and uh, i was born and raised in Bangkok. So being here as like a third culture kid, I never felt like I was Thai enough to be Thai with the with my Thai friends. And I, when I go home where I don't necessarily consider home, which is Taiwan, I also don't consider myself Chinese enough to be Taiwanese, right? So like, how do you feel being in Thailand as perhaps like a third culture kid here? Uh, probably same as you. Like, uh, I don't feel like I'm Thai just because I have a Thai passport. But when I go back to Germany, I don't feel like a German as well because I don't really, I don't have a German name. I don't really look like a full German, I guess. So yeah, it's um, interesting when you because I don't feel like I'd belong to any, like, I kind of belong to the Thai culture, but I also kind of belong to the German culture. But yeah, I'm kind of in between. And if people ask me where you're from, then I always say, like, I'm half Thai, half German, because I don't really know where I belong, kind of, like, the nationality and the culture-wise. So, yeah, I guess it's uh, pretty similar to your thing. Since... Like both of you have this um, sort of like uh, third culture key um, background. And for the one you mentioned that uh, you came here first to have a job experience. Is that how you first uh, came here? And then you continue your bachelor's here? Yeah. So um, I don't know. A lot of foreign kids, I guess, do this work and travel after they finish high school. And for me, it was Thailand. Because um, my sister lived here and uh, she had a job opportunity for me and obviously I could live at her place. So I took that opportunity, worked here as a graphic designer for for about a year. Then during that year, I also went to like Thai language school. That's why, because even though I was born a half Thai, I could never like really talk properly in Thai. I could understand and talk a little bit, but not really properly. And yeah, then 
During that time, I learned how to read and write as well. During that time, I kind of fell in love with uh, Thailand, with the culture. And after that year, I decided to move here. How do you transition your life from a foreign country to an Asian country? Because you are also a third culture kid. So I believe that you might have maybe a different kind of transition comparing to somebody who is a complete foreigner. And you're partly related to the Asian culture and you have background and you have uh, families who live in Thailand. So does that help your stay and help your transition in Thailand much easier? Well, it helped because I never really felt alone here in Thailand because I always had someone I can talk to or visit, even if I don't have any friends at the beginning. But um, yeah, transitioning here was kind of hard because Thai people are different from foreigners. Germans are really straightforward. And uh, (laughs) when I came here, I used to be really straightforward as well. You know, it can kind of come out as rude for Thai people. I don't want to say they like to beat around the bush, but they're more softer when they talk or when they, let's say, criticize somebody. But um, yeah, for me, it was just like, I don't like that. I don't like that. And people were like, oh, why are you so rude? I'm like, oh, sorry. I just, I'm just trying to express my my opinion. And um, yeah, that's something I... You know, needed to adjust a little bit, but I guess now, in like seven years now, I think I kind of adjusted properly to the Thai culture. I feel like I can relate to that quite a bit as well. I feel like it's not just in the Thai culture, but overall, I would say that in the Asian culture, like because I was raised in a very international setting, similar to you, I'm quite straightforward when I express my emotions, express my thoughts, and sometimes that could be quite uh, comes comes across quite blunt or sometimes even rude to my parents. And then they'll be like, how dare you speak like this to me? And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm just speaking the truth. I think I think like with um, actually three of us, we all share very similar background as in we are either raised in a international setting or you're from a completely uh, foreign country where we are used to being with more straightforward uh, way of communication, way of interacting with the friends, the people. So when you're first, when you guys first arrive in Thailand or in you know an Asian country, is there any activity that you dive into to make yourself feel more like you can be part of this new environment, new culture now. When I was a freshman in Thailand, they have this thing that's called Lap uh, Nong, where the seniors kind of take care of the freshmen after like we had all of the classes, like after the classes. So uh, yeah, that's when they where get to know each other and then they kind of play games and stuff like this. And my way was how to get to know people is like through this Lap Nong thing where I can yeah, get to know my seniors and also my friends and they can get to know me better as well. And this is where I kind of feel like where I learned the most on how to communicate in a way with Thai people that's not, let's say, not offending. Obviously, at the beginning, I had problems with it because I was so straightforward. But uh, yeah, that's where where I, I, I kind of learned how to adjust and also where I I feel like I made a lot of friends as well and where 
I felt like it was like it kind of opened my way into the Thai community. Apart from this lap nong, because this lap nong is obviously arranged by the university, and I believe that people would just naturally attend it, or some university could maybe make it more like a compulsory thing to attend. But apart from that, other than the activities that the university arranged for the students, is there any other ways that you make yourself into like getting to know more people? Yeah, well, there's always this, and then also uh, sports. I guess during university they have uh, like teams like football, basketball, volleyball, and stuff like this. And this is uh, where you, when you have a team, you kind of get to know your team members, and then after practice or after a game, you kind of hang out with them or stuff like this. So, to you, sport is one of your favorite activity that. To go for, or because um, why didn't you choose something else? Why did you choose sport to begin with? For me, sports. I always grew up doing sports. When I think my first time was when I was in kindergarten. Uh, my uncle just took over a soccer team in Germany. He wanted me to go there as well, even though I was two years younger than my teammates. But yeah, that's where I kind of started. I played. Soccer or football for ten, twelve years in Germany. I kind of grew up always having to do something after school or something like going to practice or on the weekends having uh, matches or stuff like this. And then in high school, I switched to handball with my friends because my my uncle kind of he quit being a coach, and then I had nobody who drove me to practice, and I had to go by myself. So I was like, "Oh, this is too far. I want to switch." And then yeah. I, my friends invited me to play handball with them, and uh, I loved it straight away. And even even in Germany during PE, I always loved PE classes because you get to play different sports. It's just something I feel like it's so much fun for me. And it's not only just sports, but the the skills you get with sports, the experiences you get, the emotions you get during during a match, like positive, negative. You feel sad. When I moved here to Thailand, I straight away, straight away, I was like, yeah, I, I want to play something, anything, play basketball. Even though I'm not not really good at it, but I just like to do the activity to live through the emotions. It's a great way to connect to people and to get to know people. Because when I moved here, I couldn't really like I learned Thai, but my Thai wasn't really good. But then in sports. You don't really have to communicate with uh, the language, but like your body language or the communication through the sport. It's interesting how some of these let's call it hobby help us connect with different people. Uh, to me, I see like hobby is a kind of activity, right? So we always want to find a way to connect with other people, make new friends, join a community. Some would. Like you, the one look for something that you feel like you are part of, which is doing sport. Whereas, I believe maybe Sony, you would look for something relating to art to to start off. Maybe uh, for me, I actually in my, my college, I also uh, I also sign up for a sport club, uh, which is Taekwondo club. Yeah, so uh, these are different kind of activities that can help us connect, like you said, without. Fully using the language, because when doing activities, sometimes we can just 
let it go. Yeah. As in, we can let, let it flow. We can, because we already know the rule, the universal rule of how the game works. And we can just play along with each other. So that's a definitely good way to make new friends and connect with people. Yeah. But I also hear something that you share, which is worth discussing, which is the mindset that we develop while we are enjoying the kind of hobby or activity that we are doing. So um, I think most of us know that sport is a very healthy hobby. Uh, Not only that it helps our mental development, it also helps with um, a lot of the positive emotions. It helps us with um, stress relief and all the good things that we can mention. So for you, like as a person who arrived in a new country with new setting, you're trying to look for new friends. How did this activity help you in terms of the whole, you know, uh, mindset, the whole emotional aspect? Well, mindset wise, um, I guess when you play sports, you always have this uh, fair play thing. So, uh, but also like this respect for the other competitors. So I feel like this is where you kind of, connect on a level with people where you get to know them but on a respectful level not just like you walk past or in class but you kind of know when you play sports you want to be a good competitor you want to be fair uh, mindset wise and also like stress relief relief as well because yeah sports is a great way to just um, let go of all the emotions the good and the bad like when you feel anxious or you feel you you feel mad about something, I guess, then uh, sports is a good way to just let go of it. For me, for sports, um, right now I also go to the gym a lot and I feel like it's just a great way whenever I feel down or don't have a good day. I know that if I go to the gym, I will go to bed with a better state of mind than I was before I went to the gym. That's where I, sometimes I go to the gym at like one o'clock in the in the night because I just feel like I really need to go to the gym just to let go of all the bad emotions or the stress I had during the day. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's great. Comparatively, I feel like between the three of us, I perhaps would be one of the least sportive persons. Um, is there a way, Sin or Tawan, like, would you recommend people who find it hard to get into sports, to get into sports? I would say that I'm not into the more typical sports that a lot of people would play on the daily. Like, soccer is a very popular one in Thailand, but I'm into, like, badminton. But at the same time, sometimes sports take players like you need players to be able to play that so at the end of the day you know i do go to the gym well if we consider that as a sport it is a sport that we can do by ourselves but is there a way that you would recommend people who are not as into sports or health and wellness in general to get into motivating themselves to get into this yeah well i guess there are two parts when doing sports is one is to connect with people and the other one is just for your physical health. So for for your physical health, the easiest one is just to go to the gym or go out, uh, exercise. And one of my recommendations, I guess, would be if you, because most people after New Year, they kind of like, oh, I want to get in shape and stuff like this. And they go to the gym every day and they really go all out. 
and then it lasts for maybe like two, three weeks or maybe a month, and then it kind of stops. So my recommendation would be just to take it easy. Your workout doesn't have to be too long. Maybe a 30-minute workout is already good enough because that's something you can sustain. So maybe you wake up six, seven, eight, I don't know, whenever you wake up <laughs> and then you go for a jog. Maybe it doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to be a jog just to go on the treadmill for 20 minutes. And then you already feel better. You already feel like, oh, you did something. And then that's your activity for the day. And then the other day or the in two days or whatever, you can do it again. And then if you feel like doing more, then you just keep increasing the workload. That's a way on how to, you know, continuously do something. And then on the second part is like connecting to other people. Yeah, it can be hard at first, but like for me, when I moved here, I, I tried to look for a handball club here in Thailand, but there's none, none really. Um, so I tried to look for different kind of activities that I could do. So badminton is one that I also played a lot because um, it's kind of popular here in Thailand as well. And I have friends, even though I didn't really know them that much, but I knew that they play badminton and I just ask them, oh, can I join you guys? And then, you know, maybe there's one friend and you go with them and they're to other of his friends or her friends and then you kind of get to know them and they uh, ask you to go you know for a second third time stuff like this is how this is how you kind of connect for example right now for me i just started playing in a soccer team and the way i got there is through an old work colleague here in thailand and he just asked me out of nowhere kind of yeah do you want to play are you interested in playing soccer and i was like yeah sure when and he was like yeah that day just invited me and then um I played with them and um, everybody was really nice and they asked me, yeah, I want to continue here or do you want to play like another time, stuff like this. And if you're interested and if you like it, this is kind of how you build the connections and this is how sports in general kind of opens up, you know, connecting to other people. Are you looking for a refreshing twist on health and exploration? Dive into Meguri's Seek and Found Session, an immersive gaming and team-building experience that doubles as a wellness adventure. Picture this, uncovering Bangkok's hidden gems, indulging in local flavors, and delving into captivating histories. For all you health enthusiasts, the session guarantees to challenge you and your buddies to get in more than 12,000 daily step counts. Ready for an unforgettable, fun-filled day? Get your camera and sunscreen and head over to our website, worldwideweb.negudi.com to learn more about Seek and Found today. Besides like being invited from like a colleague or a friend into sports here in Bangkok. Do you have any other outlets that you know of that people could look for a place for sport? Well, in general, um, Muay Thai clubs, like the boxing thing is um, really popular here in Thailand. And th I, I went to a couple and it's fun because they it's not a one-on-one -on -one session, but they have like this group classes. Um, where you can join and this is where you can get to know other people as well. Um, I know other people that are, uh, like to go dancing as well. There's a lot of dancing clubs. But also I feel like if you are into other sports like tennis or badminton, football, there's lots of opportunities online. Just I think there are like lots of 
Facebook groups. When I, I look for handball, I, I, this is where I kind of you know get to. I search for yeah sports, and then um, there are enough opportunities. You just need to drag yourself there because it's always um, kind of um, scary when you get to know other people when you're in a new uh, environment. You go there, you don't really know anybody. It's kind of like, how do I get to talk to them and stuff like this? But once you pass that first uh, introduction step and then you play, this is where it all just naturally goes, I feel like. Because um, once you play, once you or do anything related to that sport, it's just it just opens up. And this is where you, you know, connect. You don't even need to talk. You just do the activity. And then afterwards, it's where it's like easier because you... You're already so close to that the other people in whatever sport you're doing. Um, the the connections or the conversations afterwards just come naturally. For me, I think what I can sum up from what the one share is, and also uh, to sort of like answer Sony's question, is that it's always better to know in mind that what are we looking for when 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 we want to do certain things using the one as an example he asked a foreigner coming to thailand to start a new life probably the first intention for him was to maybe meet people right so that becomes the purpose of why you wanted to find an outlet to meet new people and sport is something that you're comfortable with and that you think that it doesn't require a lot of um, language. Um, the language barrier is lower. That's why meeting new people became one of your intention to to start doing sport, to start looking for different places to to do different activities. And, and in another perspective, which is for those maybe who are less into sports um, but maybe they want to release their stress then that could become one of their motivation to find a sport or an activity to start trying because there are different types of sport that we can choose they're the ones that needs a lot of players like soccer uh, badminton but there are also sports that you can just play on your own. Like, for example, squash. Yeah, squash is the only thing I can do. Like, yeah, for example, squash, you just hit the ball towards the wall. as dancing. Yeah, dancing too. Yeah. Uh, boxing, I would say. Um, yeah, boxing, you can join uh, the club by yourself. You don't necessarily need um, another player or need a whole team. So it really depends on, for me, it really depends on what you're looking for to fulfill at that moment of time. For example, if I'm somebody who don't really enjoy doing team sports, then I I would start trying a sport or an activity that I can enjoy by myself, but at the same time also achieve the purpose that I wanted to do, which is um, stress relief. But if my intention is I want to meet people, then of course like I have to choose a sport or a club that allows me to meet more people. I can't expect myself to meet a lot of people while playing squash, right? Yeah. Who am I playing with? So it, to me, it's really um, understanding what do you want at, at that moment of time. Yeah. And then you choose the right channel to 
go for it. You said um, connecting without using the the language. And this is great because I feel like I'm actually not a great talker. And um, yeah, this is where like just because I'm also shy, but like through the sport, it's just a way to connect without using without even having to talk. This is great. And also one one more thing is um, when you don't really want to play like a competitive sport or anything, always going to 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 the gym. Going to the gym is all also a good way because they don't just offer you weights, but like lots of gyms have these classes. Um, I, I, I go to one, one gym here in Thailand and they offer many different classes from uh, combat, like kind of combat shadow boxing classes to dance classes to uh, full body workouts. And this is also where you, because lots of people attend these classes where you can connect to them as well, because like during the break you say, oh, I'm so tired. And then the other person says, oh yeah, I'm so tired too. And you kind of connect it. Oh yeah, what are you doing for work or whatever? You know, and then also you connect to the to the trainers as well, and this is where you know you kind of build your own little community. You have different like this is my gym membership community where I know these people, I know those trainers. When I every time I go there, I I see familiar places and I can talk to them, and then then I have a different community where it's like this is my soccer community, like. I play soccer with them and then afterwards I have maybe I have a couple of beers with them after a match or something like this or um, even like with badminton or tennis um, I play and then uh, yeah it's it's like different friendship groups yeah one of my best friends here in Thailand we when I first came to uni he came he joined uni one year after after me He didn't attend, really attend Lab Nong, so this is why I could not connect to him through this uh, community. But um, I got to know him through another f friend, and they invited me to play tennis. And I never really played tennis, but I started to enjoy tennis. First, we always used to play doubles, but that one friend who I was initially closer to, I kind of started fading away or not playing tennis as much, but I wanted to keep playing tennis. So the other friend who is now one of my best friend was like, oh yeah, let's continue playing tennis. And this is a way where we really connected because we just like to compete with each other. And um, through tennis, we kind of built a really deep connection. And now we also do stuff other than tennis. Oh, because you show such a great interest and passion about sports yeah. it's where you met a lot of new friends uh basically it's part of your life would you i don't know if this question gets personal but i think it's interesting would you consider dating somebody or uh if you're already in a relationship would you bring your you know partner to be part of your uh sports world as well i would never force my partner to do something with me but obviously i would invite my partner um i had a previous relationship uh, where we used to go to the gym a lot which was good because it's a way to yeah stay connected with each other while working out together and um yeah i think sports can be really helpful um when you go out with your partner but it's not necessary so if I don't choose my partner just on the basis that oh, she has to be as active person. She has to go to the gym with me every day or something. But 
if she wants to go, then that's a good, you know, it's a good trade. Even um, <laughs> if you're too competitive, then uh, it kind of can lead to fights sometimes, which is natural, I guess, in sports when you when you're really competitive and you compete with your partner. Then uh, this could lead to um, fights as well. But yeah, thanks for sharing that because yeah, I think it relates it relates to our personality and our lifestyle, right? Because after all, I think one of the uh, core thing that we can bring out from this conversation is that doing activities such as sports it's a way for us to connect to build connection relationship it can also develop uh, our relationship to a more intimate level such, such as you mentioned that you get to have one of your best friend because you guys connected through tennis and then uh, you did more than tennis afterward so it is definitely a very helpful way of building relationship. So this relationship can become, you know, friendship or romance interest. And when we talk about like romantic interest, sometimes some people, because they are pretty active, this is their lifestyle. So could it be that this confidence of you being who you are is reflected because you are an active person, you have a very active lifestyle, and and that makes you be proud of your whole physical body, uh, make yourself feel comfortable with your you know mental uh, health. That's why when our inner self and our physical part feels good, it naturally makes us look more confident, and maybe that is one of the reasons that we attracted somebody new. What's your thought on this? Definitely. There's this meme kind of where guys or girls get broken up with, immediately go to the gym and I get ripped and get a six-pin and everything. There is some truth to it because I know for a fact that sports or going to the gym or doing physical activity boosts your self-esteem. And you're confident, even though results may not show immediately, but after a while, you just feel better about yourself. For, talking out of experience is um, a couple months ago, I broke my previous relationship. We broke up. I went to the gym a lot just to, you know, kind of stress relief and get myself to think about other stuff other than being sad, I guess, or whatever. It really helped me feeling good about myself because going through a breakup, you, obviously you don't really feel good. You, you doubt yourself what could have done better or, or you're angry about something or you're sad because you lost someone in your life. But um, when you go, once you go to the gym, it's just feel better about yourself. You feel like, I feel attractive. And once you feel this inner attraction, then... This is a way you attract other people as well, because once you feel in love with yourself, other people will feel attracted to you as well. Not just like love interests, but other other people. Um, they just um, yeah. Once you feel good, it's just it's just like magic. Once you feel good about yourself, once you feel confident, other people will be attracted to you as well. I totally love this energy. And throughout this whole conversation between like all of us as well, hearing what Sin had said and what you had said, it really puts a very different perspective in my mind. And I'd like to share this thought that I've had. 
during this conversation and listening to both of you as well, which is the fact that I've always viewed it as, well, sports is sports, right? You got to like move and you're going to be like sweaty and all these things. But now hearing this as well, I feel like sports could also be viewed as a tool and not just any sort of tool, but it's in itself a communication tool because you did mention about how you don't need to know the language because you know the game people can connect to each other through this sort of game. And what I'm trying to say with the communication is that sport is a way for people to sort of like connect to new connections with friends and with loved ones. But not just that, sports is also a way for you to sort of, or for us to sort of have communication with ourselves. And that is a very powerful thing. Feeling good about yourself through sports. This is us communicating to ourselves. So I go to the gym, I uh, do a few push-ups, a few like sit-ups, squats, and then I look good. And this is a way for us to sort of like understand ourselves and mentally pull apart sort of like our thoughts and talk to ourselves. So I feel like seeing it this way now, it's so powerful. Like I can use, I can go to any sort of sports and think, oh, I can use this as a tool to connect to those communities and those people that I want to connect with, even though I don't know how to. Um, language and all these things are not gatekeepers anymore, but sports itself can help us get there. I want to ask both of you, if you were to choose a sport that you love the most, what would it be? Well, the sport I love the most would probably be handball. Because this is, I guess, my happiest. Um, I feel like it's the sport that fits me the best because it's kind of physical, which I like. Even though I probably can't, won't be playing it for an, another six years here in, in Thailand. That's actually quite a difficult question for me because I'm quite active in terms of um, sports. I would say, well, not as active as the one for sure. But what I mean by my kind of activeness is I I enjoy different kinds of sport. I actually try out so many different sports. Uh, and throughout my middle to high school period, I actually try out most of our sports clubs, like for example, badminton, volleyball, basketball football, even rugby. I I tried everything out and they're all so fun to me. Most of these sports that I really enjoy is the teamwork, the people that you are playing with. And after we train together, we also get to, you know, hang out together. It's the kind of friendship, companionship and the feeling, the emotions that you get out of doing this kind of sports activity. So if I were to really, really choose which one is my favorite right now, I can't really pick just one, but I can share maybe my top three. <laughs> yeah, like, so um, I would say I, I am still very into badminton for sure. Just to brag a little, I'm pretty good in badminton. <laughs> yeah. So I'm up for challenge. You know, anyone can um, DM us and we can arrange a whole badminton, you know, um, competition, a friendly one, of course. And actually, I'm still quite into basketball, even though um, I haven't been playing basketball for so long ever since uh, high school. But I still have that kind of love for basketball because I was in our school club. I mean, my friends would know that I'm quite a small person and no, usually people wouldn't expect, you know, a short person like myself would be part of basketball. And I mean, hey, but 
So, like, we're not going with, like, national teams and all that. We're just enjoying being in a school club. There's no limitation to that. And I was in the position of point guard, if you know basketball. Being a point guard, I don't really need to be super tall. So I just need to know how to control the ball and pass it on to my uh, teammates. So basketball is something that if I got a chance, I would love to revisit and play and the last one which is i would consider it sort of like a newer hobby which is thai boxing i actually started trying thai boxing um i think sometime before covid i tried it once and then after covid i also revisited and i i tried another course like pretty short one but then because i kind of hurt my wrist that time so I had to stop but I think I kind of developed interest into Thai boxing because to me I enjoy sport that it's a mix of cardio activeness but at the same time there's also some kind of funness in it. Thai boxing to me is a combination of all of that. Not only I get to train a lot of cardio but I also get to train to be focused because well, whenever you have to punch and block and you have to react really quickly to what the coach is telling you and also hitting punching those bags and and kicking you know somebody it's really fun i don't want to promote any you know violence yeah i don't want to promote any violence but it is definitely something helps with a lot of stress yeah so that's the fun part so these would be the three top ones that i have right now in my mind adding to that i feel like sometimes sports it's not just about winning but the experience you have with your team for example um i said handball but actually my handball career in 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 germany wasn't too successful because we had a couple of winning seasons but most of them were losing seasons even though we were like technically good but i don't know it's kind of a theme i feel like all my friends and i we always younger than our competitors so when you grow up as a teenager when you go up against 16 17 18 years old and you're 15 or 16 then you're kind of physically in a disadvantage but the reason i really fell in love with the sport or why it's my favorite or i share the most love or passion for that sport is because of the memories i have with my team because the wins we got when you're at the underdog, they feel so much more satisfying as when you are the favorite and then the win. Also, I want to add sports, they bring you so many skills that you can use outside of the sport itself. Like golf, you kind of have to be focused just in that moment. You have to focus on how to properly strike the ball. In other sport, team sports, you have to learn how to work with your team you have uh, communication leadership it's like everything you kind of gain these skills in a playful way so that's why I feel like it's so good for kids to go into sports because they learn skills in a way that they don't really focus on the skill itself but it's playful so that's why I'm really passionate about sports, yeah. <laughs> because you said that you can't find any handball places in Bangkok, you should start one. Yeah. I always joke with my friends back in Germany, like, if I find a club here, or if there would be a handball national team, then I'd be in that team and I'd be the coach as well and everything because 
handball, I think it's not not really popular here in, in Thailand, but if I ever would find one, then I'd surely start. Thanks, the one for joining us in this episode of Buddy Time. We loved having you here and hearing all the thoughts and all the ideas that you've shared with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was a great pleasure, great honor to finally be here. Thank you for inviting me and yeah, had a lot of fun talking with you guys. And I hope the, the listeners have fun as well. <laughs> Thank you again, the one for supporting our Buddy Time podcast and sharing your thoughts on how to connect with people as a foreigner coming to Thailand. And um, I'm really glad to hear that you're actually one of the great examples to how to develop a very healthy friend group and lifestyle. And I can see that like being your friend now, I can see that you not only you're a healthy person physically, but you're also very mentally healthy. Though the methods you use to, you know, go with your daily life, it all reflected naturally. For example, you mentioned about like when you're down, when you have heartbreaks, you use sport as an outlet. These are what I consider as really healthy habits that I would encourage people to um, try developing. Um, agree with everything you share that sports exercising is something that if we can, we can try develop because it will definitely help not only mentally but also physically and in the end we are the one who get the most benefit out of developing this skill uh, or this habit thank you again for sharing and i hope that you know after our uh, conversation today we can maybe inspire some of you to maybe try go out and meet some new people through sports or even try building your confidence through some of these active activities. If you've enjoyed this episode, Our Vibes, and would like to share your wisdom with our listeners, you can sign up through our website or follow us on our Instagram page for our latest news. Moving to our episode next month, we'll be diving into topics relating to happiness. Stay tuned. <laughs>